This episode of the Same Game Multi Podcast is brought to you by the fantastic team at the White Bull Hotel Armadale. Situated halfway between Sydney and Brisbane in the picturesque New England region, it's a perfect destination for the hungry traveller, serving delicious meals for lunch and dinner seven days a week. Be sure to check out the fantastic weekly specials in the drive through bottle shop. For more information, check out the website at whitebull.net.au. The views and opinion of the following podcasts are general in nature and are not a guaranteed outcome. All personal research should be conducted prior to betting of any monies. All prices are correct at the time of recording. Please gamble responsibly. Big show today. We're going to talk all Origin news. We're going to preview the four games coming up for round 13. And we're also going to have a look for some value in the betting markets. So make sure that you stay on side because we're about to kick off. Origin time, boys. Keen, hungry. Welcome to Thunderdome. I imagine what this is like when you're a kid a week out from Christmas. It's got a similar feeling, doesn't it? It does. It certainly does. Can't wait. Um, what are we thinking, boys? The, the teams have been announced last week or on Sunday night. What do we think of them? I think the uh, market's got it wrong. I think it should be about 2 bucks each way. I think New South Wales are about $1.40 or something like that. I think it should be closer. That's two real red-hot sides, real good sides. So it um, be interesting to see. I'd say Queensland might have a little bit of advantage because of that bullshit call of taking the game to Townsville, but is what it is. It'll, even, it'll make it more sweet when we beat them up there. Yeah, totally agree there. To absolutely awesome sides. It's like watching the TV shows for a couple of seasons and they have like a celebrity season, bring back like all the winners. This is what it is, isn't it? It's the best of the best. You've been watching too much uh, My Kitchen Rules, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Bachelorette. Uh, how was the week, boys? Did we have a good week on the punt? Good enough. Uh, depends which way you look at it. I got four of my eight multis missed by one leg. So four of eight. I got my Parramatta multi, as I predicted, that... Um, the Rabbitohs would tear our right side defence to pieces. Uh, and I got my sure thing, which was also in relation to that, which was Johnson, Gagai, any time try scorers. So. Bit of money in the bank. Yes. And a couple of bonus bets returned, so can't complain. Mate, uh, I just scraped through on the skin of my teeth. I got the uh, the Queensland multi up. Just went the, the Cowboys head-to-head uh, to Luggy and drink water. And I'm pretty sure I said last week I was going to go Cowboys 1-6, to six, but I changed them head-to-head. You did. So, uh, missed out on a bit of coin there. And I got a, a refund there from uh, the Roosters game. I had Sammy Walker to score. Uh, he was a late uh, pullout there. No, nothing wrong with the late one. Safest method. Saved us a bit of, <laughs> bit of money there. So I got my bet back for that. So I just scraped in, get a return of $55. So I made a whopping schooner for the week. Beautiful. Uh, I didn't get any on the um, listed multis, but... Can I tell you, boys, the only thing better than getting a listed multi up is getting a little side multi up. And I did that in the uh, Cowboys versus Warriors game. And let me tell you, I, I sent out in the group chat, 49 to 1. 49 to 1. So a couple, uh, got four anytime try scorers, Murray Talungi, uh, Ben Murdoch, Masilla, the big fella, got across. Reese Walsh with that break where he nearly got run down. And Tabby Ifado in the 75th minute. I was up backing him like the favourite. Tell you, I had the whip out. Go, go, go. And he got across. So I was very happy that night. $245 from a $5 investment. So can't complain about that. Is that something you probably should be saying? Or because if the punters are taking your bets and your back and side bets and they're winning and, and your main ones aren't, the studio might end up burnt down by the end of the week. Uh, well, uh, yeah, if anyone is out there and listening, I, I, am, I, I do apologise for that. But uh, I'll try and get the little side moldies onto the onto the scripted moldies this week for you. Uh, player of the round, boys. Who who we think was the best player of the round last week? I'll kick off. You kick it off, yeah. I'm going to Val Holmes. Oh, did I steal that from you? No, well, I was Nilly. on. It was one of two. Yeah, yeah. His boot won in that game. Well, he got those got those two conversions from the side. A lot of the, like, the conversions in front were pretty much gimmies for him. But those ones on the side, then that that, that field goal. We're talking about it earlier. That was massive. Under pressure to win the game. Kept his form. Almost had a bit of a whoopsie-daisy there with the fumble, but recovered pretty easy from that pass there and massive kick. Yeah, it was one of the best field goals I've ever seen, to be honest. Um, If he he was about 30 centimetres the other way, it would have been a two-pointer as well. So if that line, the 40-metre line wasn't so thick, he would have got him home by two. So, Uh, What about you, J-Rod? I'm going to lock in the cheese 
from Melbourne. I was one of two, the cheese's efforts. Um, considering he did go off, he scored that early try and then went off for a, for a noggin check after he was... Um, he had a little little stumble, uh, come back on and managed to assist two tries and, um, yeah, just, just troubled their defence all game. Um, so that's who I've gone. It was one of the two. It was either going to be Val Holmes for uh, basically putting it on the stadium roof and, um, yeah, the, the cheese, Brandon Smith. I've gone Nico Hines. Uh, he had a great game there for Melbourne, steering the side around with a lot of players out. Um, and, and off the back of that, obviously, he earned himself a new contract there with, with Cronulla, which was just announced yesterday, uh, three-year, $600,000 a year contract. So, hey, if you can't get player of the round after earning that, I don't know what you've got to get. So, What about your highlight of the week, gents? I've got two. Ooh. First one, I've got to put this in. Uh, the Roosters, with their, with their pretty much half team, had a Pretty good game against Canberra. I messaged you boys just before the game kicked off when I found about uh, Sam Walker not playing and said, I've got a feeling we might get rolled tonight. The boys laced up the boots nice and tight and come home strong. Uh, big performance there. And just the Cowboys-Warriors game. Oh, that was just an absolute cracker. It was really good. Yeah, it was a good game. And um, so as to was the, the Roosters' performance. So, yeah, very impressive. My highlight was the Val Holmes field goal. You touched on it before with your play of the round. Uh, not much else needs to be said, but yeah, spectacular field goal. Haven't seen one similar to it that was kicked so well, um, and it was still going up as it went through the post. So that was my highlight of the week. You know, when the golfers hit those massive drive shots and they they climb, and usually they have that apex, but they then they start going again. That's almost what it was like, wasn't it? It was fantastic. Yeah, hundred percent more length than Ron Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> A lot less court cases. Yeah. I've gone. Um, I've actually had him. Now that I think about it, this same bloke was in probably about three weeks ago, and it's Jared Wairia Hargraves. Actually, he played a full 80 minutes. Yeah. Um, and basically, um, mistake-free. I think he might have dropped one ball, but apart from that, I think it was. I think I did hear the commentator say it's his first game in about eight games where he didn't give away a penalty. So. Yeah, right. Yeah, he was nearly my player of the round. I, I must admit, when Ches and I had lunch today, I was tossing up between him and Nico. So, yeah. so he, he led from the front. Prime example that game, so, but that's his yeah, second time I've had him in 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 um, matter of weeks. What about your low light? One was the Titans defense, absolute trash. That was hopeless. I think I've seen better defense at the Berlin Wall. There was this, <laughs> there was this, <laughs> like there was one of the tries that they put on against them. Um, I think that the winger and center were about 15, 20 meters in from the sideline. The number six was out trying to defend, and he was still about twelve meters in from the sideline. It was about two or three on one. Just got to mark your players. It was it's hopeless. It's been was a long time coming, but hasn't it? I was going to say it wasn't much worse than Paris' defense down that right end. Beg your part, side. Yeah, you say it right next time, right hand side. Hey, buddy, you even put Opacek down there, and they just yeah. to try and stem the bleed, and nothing, nothing happened. And we'll get to it later on, but you know someone's paid the price for that this week too with the team list. So. Uh, J-Rod, what's your low light, mate? Uh, my low light is the, and I'll take my para hat off while I say this, um, I'll, I'll probably speak on behalf of all NRL fans, uh, the treatment of Reid Marnie um, to, to basically welcome him into the Queensland side. Um, for those who don't know, he actually went from para to Queensland to uh, the uh, training camps, etc., only to be tapped on the shoulder two days later. Um, said, by the way, you can keep your tracksuit, but you'll be going back to, to play at Paris. So I thought just the treatment of that, I think uh, that there's, I feel there's a different way to go about it. Um, and I think they've just gone around it the wrong way sort of thing. So fair enough. Put your white flag up and admit that um, Harry Grant is uh, potentially a better player. Um, but I think there's a different way to go around it. So that's my low light. I, just on that, I think it probably suffered that Para was still playing this week. If Para had the buy, I think they probably would have kept him in camp. But maybe Para may have asked for him to come back so that he could play this week. I don't know, but I think if Para weren't playing, he'd still be in camp. To be honest, do you reckon? Um, yeah, I suppose. I, I don't know. Yeah, if it was me, I'd near be uh, telling, giving Paul Green the forks, and then just might just fill out my citizenship in New Zealand or somewhere like that. <laughs> so if, if Green does get injured again, will they call him up? Will he answer? Yeah. <laughs> and if he does, what's he going to say? He got the number blocked. My low light was the Raiders fade out yet again. Uh, I, I don't know what's wrong with him, but I keep picking them. 
in me tips. They've, they've got to turn around. I keep telling myself they've got to turn around. I picked them again. I picked them last week. I picked them again this week. And they started out fucking great. And I thought, yep, here we go. And then just the fade out happened again. So there's something really wrong down there. We've been speaking about it for, for weeks, as has everyone. Um, until they get to the bottom of it, I don't think I can pick them again for a while. And, and they'll burn me because the one week I don't pick them, they'll, they'll come good. But I, I think I'm going to have to cop that. Well, I uh, actually seen a club statement by the Raiders and they said that Ricky Stewart's there to stay. So basically there... Got the full support of the board, does he? Hey, oh, no, not <laughs> hey, not those words exactly, but um, apparently the, basically the club said he's not the problem, so might look elsewhere. Which is usually the case, not usually the coach. It's usually players that may have a problem with the coach. But anyway, we'll see what happens there. Uh, all right, boys. Origin, we, we spoke about it before. We'll get back into it. Uh, so, as you, as you mentioned, boys, some great teams there. Just going through the team list. On paper, who do you think has the strongest stronger team? Only because I'm going to say how many brilliant Penrith players are in it. Uh, but I'm probably going to lean towards New South. I think our forward pack is huge. Huge. Um, and I think our back line will be... Very crisp. And talking about playing plays out of position, I know Latrell Mitchell's played a lot of um, fullback in the last year and a half, uh, but he's a natural centre as well, like, you know, so... He's played some of his best footy at centre. Yeah, exactly. So I think we'll be very strong. So I think New South will be very hard to beat. But can, can someone tell me, does Jack Whiten have photos of someone in an <laughs> inappropriate manner? How the fuck does he keep getting picked? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. He's struggling. Obviously, Canberra's struggling. He's struggling. But I think he'd probably be one of those guys, a bit like an old Queenslander, where they're struggling at club land. You put him in origin, and I think he'll have a, have a great game, to be honest. I'd pick him. I bet you would. But he does have photos of me in inappropriate <laughs> positions, too. <so. laughs> um, our bench, I, I think the New South Wales bench is probably a little bit stronger than the Queensland, looking at that. So, as we said, we've got Whiten, Paulo, Huss and Liam Martin against AJ Brimson, Jaden Sewer, Mo Fodawaker and Joe Offengowie. That surprised me, Joe Offengowie. He's been struggling there in Tigerland. But I, I was surprised to see him on there, to be honest. But I think our bench is a little bit stronger. Going through list from one to seven, Caelan Pong has been ruled out today, boys. Is that the news? Correct. That is right, yes. So we're thinking that Val Holmes will go to fullback. Kyle Felt will come into the wing position. And that may have been announced by the time this goes out. Um, we're just sort of stabbing in the dark here, looking at the extended bench. Xavier Coates, Brian Toto. Now, just want to discuss this. I heard Brandy say that Josh Carr will be playing on the left wing this week, this year, sorry, his preferred position. Last year they switched into the right. Toto is also a left-hand winger. So he's going to be switched to the right. How do we think that's going to play out? But also, Xavier Coates, he plays on the right. So he would have been, he's going up against our left-hand winger. Do you think he's better off to go against the Fox and Toto, given the height difference? Uh, I just think, yeah, Toto might not be strong in the air, but you want to hope he's not marking him off a kick because he's strong and he could and Toto could turn Xavier Coates inside out. You know, so like only because Xavier Coates tends to have that um, that hit that he doesn't have that hit and stick, whereas that's what you need. Um, and you, you like for a small bloke, you've seen how many people bounce off Brian Tuto. So uh, I'd probably be keeping him away. I'd probably if it was me, I'd be putting him towards Addo Car. And as you said, using the height of, we'll say if Val Holmes does stay on the wing or whether it's felt, then I'd be trying to match him with the Fox sort of thing. So. Don't know. Time will tell. Yeah, I was a bit worried when Toto was named because there was talk that he was going to be match up against Coates. So obviously, Coates on the high ball is really good the, and the height difference. But then to hear Brandy say that Fox will be playing on the left kind of filled me with a bit more confidence there um, that that he might be a bit safer than... And just the height difference more than anything else. Just that getting up over him. We saw how high he got the other day in that Broncos game. he come off someone's back and he's nearly as high as a crossbar. So that would mean... That Brian would be on Turbo's centre. Yes. Yeah, they're so, going to pair Fox with Latrell. 
So hopefully, fingers crossed from our point of view, if it's one across the face from 10 metres out, then hopefully Turbo can maybe get there. Because if Kyle Felt does play in that other wing, he, he's a pretty good jumper as well. Yeah, not yeah. wrong. Yeah, sort of chalk and cheese with those, isn't it? One's a jumper, one's like, like the nuggety, mm. strong winger. I can see uh, Tyo running through him, actually, and getting tries. Uh, it'll take a bit of defence. If he was up against Coates, like, to, to stop him when he's, when, when he's going full motor. Um, yeah, but Fox, I reckon Fox will handle him. Full-back position, James Tedesco up against Val Holmes. Tedesco obviously had that little hip point injury last week. They reckon that you can play with that. It's just a little bit painful, so hopefully he'll be right to go. 1v1, who would you pick if you had to choose one? Teddy, and, and that's just not biased. Just explosive on those games, isn't he? When, when it comes to crunch time with semis and those sort of things, tests. Never lets him down. Opens up. He's a and he always pulls something player. out, doesn't yep. he? He, just, he pulls something out from somewhere. Flicks yep. that switch and goes to second gear. Uh, all right, we touched on the wingers. Let's have a look at the centres. So we've got Latrell up against Kurt Capewell. Not a known centre, obviously second row, but can play in the centres. Last year he was exceptional for Queensland, one of their best players. Very good. Um, and we've also got Tommy Turbo up against Dane Gagai, who, who's similar to Teddy, to Teddy in the respect where he lifts for origin. Should be good matchups there, boys. I can see Latrell coming out. I, I said this last week. Yeah, that little stint off when he got sent off, had his weeks off last week. Didn't really do much. Did play, you know, I had him down for a try score, didn't get over the line. I reckon he's going to get a couple in, in, throughout the series. He'd he's be hungry, be strong. With that, and that big palm of his, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt Queensland, I think. And he's going to be strong in there. And being out of origin for a couple of years, obviously there's a bit, bit of a um, dispute then when he did get dropped a couple of years ago, but I'm sure him and Freddie have, have worked that out. And I think, yeah, like you said, I think he'll be keen for a big game. All right, the Sixers, we've got Munster up against Luai. Obviously, Munster's got the experience, still under a bit of injury cloud with his foot. I think they'll, I think he will play, but I, I don't think it'll be uh, fully announced until closer to the game. And I'll try and keep everyone guessing. Obviously, experience goes with uh, Munster, but Luai's in exceptional form currently as well. It has been all last year and also this year. How do you see that one playing out? Yeah, I think that'll be a real good matchup. Luai's obviously the, the form six in the comp at the moment, but I'd still rate Munster in the top three players in the comp. So that, hey, that's if there's a matchup, that's that's it. Yeah, totally agree there. He's tough too, isn't he? He's, he's like the stock origin player for a six. Yeah. Can take a beating, can take down the big guys, always solid. Hopefully he doesn't have money on the game because he might miss those conversions from right in front, <laughs> but we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> Uh, if if only they had a market for who was going to steal the ball, I'd be putting money on Muncie. He, he, he's, he's one of those sneaky players. He's like a ninja, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, half back, we've got Cherry Evans up against Cleary. Obviously, the combination with Jerome and Cleary, you know, we know that's week to week. But Munster and Cherry Evans have played a lot of games at this level together over the last couple of years. Cleary's informed player of the the game for me. I think he's the best player at the moment. Daily Cherry Evans was a bit quiet to start the year. Obviously, having Turbo back now, he's lifted a little bit. That should be a good matchup too. Yeah, I think so. I, I think Cleary's going to outshine him. Um, we were saying with Turbo back, uh, not having him on this side playing against him, he won't have him running off him all day like he usually does. So I think he might be um, out, outclassed here, I think, by a little bit. Yeah, I think he'll... Um I think, well, as you said, Clint, I'm going to lock it in that Cleary's my number one player in the game at the moment. So that's uh, definitely a bonus. But having said that, as you said, Cherry Evans is also that sort of p- that player that can lift the level. Um, and, you know, he can get a little grubby, a little fiery if he has to at this level, which is what you need at the end of the day. Yeah, he, he does lift for origin, as do most Queenslanders. So hopefully he doesn't lift too much. Uh, front row, boys, we'll just go through together. We've got... Christian Welch and Big Tino for Queensland, and we've got Sia Feedy and Jake Trebojevic has been put in there at front row. Yeah, well, Jake actually plays a little bit of front row for Manly too uh, when he has to slip from thirteen into uh, into props. So, um, big matchup. There's that's some big boys and some hard headed lads too. Welch, we spoke about uh, Kate Well last year. Welch would have been close to player of the series for Queensland as well. He had an outstanding series. Um, I, I prefer Tino in the 13 Playing for Titans I think he offers a lot more in 13 Than he does 10 And just being a battering ram And, and probably the same for Jakey too So probably they probably negate each other there I, I would think Do you reckon they might have put him at 10 Just for a bit of variation as well 
So they do have a lock plus like a, a like a second lock almost to speak. Well, this could be so. I'll, I'll speak for New South Wales, for example. Uh, Junior or Payne Huss, they come on as prop. You can probably, in that case, you can probably say to Isaiah, "Yo, no, just go down and have a crack." Then basically, he's the one who comes off. Jake will go to thirteen. Junior or Payne go to prop. Yeah. Just that, as you said, Ches, that um, versatility there. The, the the players are picked in that, that can play in numerous positions. And I thought that then goes same as Latrell, for example. Worst case scenario, something goes wrong, Turbo or Latrell slot back into into fullback. Yeah, or or even Whiten. Yeah, he's there he can pop you back into the centre. So yeah. I think that's why he's got picked, to be honest. Yeah, and then look, with Teddy, and that someone could cover in the halves if they if they were desperate as well. Yeah, those three. So um, number nine, Harry Grant versus Damien Cook. Cook, he's been there, done it, and Grant was obviously breakout season last year. Injury cloud though. This matchup, I'm going to call it the magician versus the speedster technician. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's going to be really good to watch. Two awesome players. I can't really pick a little bit different playing styles. I, I couldn't pick the better player. Um, I'd have to go cook uh, just on experience. Yeah, he's been quiet last few weeks for Rabbitohs. Um, there's been a lot said about him not running. Last week had a great game. Uh, I think he, he was building for this origin, to be honest, so I expect him to have a good game. Went over in about a minute, didn't Yeah, he? that's yeah. right, yeah, yep. Uh, second row, boys, Queensland, Felice Cafusi got off his tripping charge. I don't know how, but he did. Conspiracy. Uh, big David Fafita in there. For New South Wales, we've got Cameron Murray and Sims has been recalled. Uh, he's been playing some great footy as well. Yeah, I think... That, that'll be good. I like the fact that Tarek Sims is in there. He just need that mongrel. He need a bit of fire. Uh, just hopefully he doesn't... Oh, he's prone to a little little penalty or a little sin bin at the moment. So. Or an error. Or an he error. He does have so. an error in him too. So. He's, not, he's not too dirty. He's just hard, isn't yeah. he? He just goes out and just wants to just go full on. And the like problem is, like, your, your time for error is now... Minimal. From, from what it was to what it is now in, in origin... Uh, I think we could see a couple of binnings, to be honest. Fafita's Fafita. He's going to come out and try his best. I think if um, you know the New South Wales coaching staff can have a look. A couple of weeks ago, Fafita was kept really quiet. I can't remember who, who they played. I have to go back through the, the draw and see. But they isolated in, in defence, made him do a lot of work defensively, which then negated his attack. That was the week after he got his hat-trick. I think it was the week he came back after his suspension. He had two weeks suspended. I think it was the week after that. I think I don't know. I'd have to, but I just remember they really hammered him in defence, yeah. which then negated his attacks. So that's that's probably a ploy they'd be bringing in. I would imagine. I was going to mention that they'd have to have some strategy to counteract his ball running. Yeah, they'll, they'll they'll have something worked out there that they'd have to. He's he's one of the one of the Queensland danger men. Devastating. And yeah, if they can't stop him, then they, then they're going to run away with it. I think. Yeah, and the two thirteens boys to cap it off. We've got Jai Arrow and Isaiah Yo. Both in great form, both playing some really good footy, tough, and and can ball play as well. So should be a good contest, that one. All right, boys, that's the team list. Uh, how do we think it's going to play out? Who's going to win? And we'll, who's got, who's in your mouldies? I'm going to go New South Wales by 10. I'm going to go 10, I will. Exact margin will be 18-8. Call heard it here first. Not many points mm, up there on a dry track at Townsville. You're not expecting any points. Yeah, there's some points there. Going to revise that, or can't you count? <laughs> Twenty six ain't much. I really like the New South Wales side, uh, even though they're playing in Queensland. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Blues. I reckon there might be a few more points. Might be a few more. I reckon it's going to be something, maybe a bit closer, like 22-18, 23-18 even. Oh. Something around the end of the Blues. Valentine Holmes from 80 this week. <laughs> Should be a six-point field goal. Um, I'm going to go with the Blues as well. I'm not overly confident I'm going with them because I'm New South Wales myself. I, looking on paper, I think they do have a stronger team. The fact that it's me moved to Townsville worries me. Uh, you have that hostile Queensland crowd up there. We had a few debutants as well and how they're going to react to that, especially out on the wing, Toto, under high ball, stuff like that. But I'll go New South Wales by eight. When you talk about the uh, 
game up there. Now that I think about it, almost half of New South Wales hates us anyway. So you might as well hold it at the SCG and you'll probably still get <laughs> still get more. So um ten, eight, what'd you say, Chez? What oh for the margin? Seven. Uh four or five. Five. Ooh. I can close. like 22 yeah. yeah, I think it'll be a close game. I think there would be a few more points. I think it might be around that. Yeah, 26 to 18 or something like that. Tricky. Either way, it's going to be good. Yeah, it'll be a great game. Can't wait. Uh, Maldies, boys. We, we're going to give our Maldies. We're obviously a week out, but we record on a Wednesday. So by the time we, we record next week and get it out, the game will be done and dusted. So we're going to give you our Maltese now. We're getting in nice and early. So if you like what you hear, Get amongst it now before the prices come in. J-Rod, I'll go to you first, mate. What's in your multi? Well, as I said before, boys, I've got a main multi, and then I've just put one in there, just a little smoky, which is doable. So basically, this is my safe safe bet. will be New South Wales head-to-head. Um, I can't pick a margin. Um, uh, New South Wales head-to-head. Gagai, who, as we talked about earlier, flicks a switch and goes to another level. Uh, anytime try scorer. Also, Addo Carr, which is at this level very safe. $9.50. In that, before we started, I said to Ches and Clint, uh, one player that at this level does like a little left foot jink eight or ten metres out, and that's Nathan Cleary. Same multi, put him in, 31 bucks. So there's the... the uh, increase. There's the two. So, hey, get around it, because me, unless you boys want to tip some winners. <laughs> Mate, uh, yeah, I've gone uh, Blues just head-to-head, uh, Teddy anytime, and Kyle Felt anytime. Hopefully he gets a start. He should, I yeah. think, now with Ponga being out. So, what's that one pound, sorry? 7.50. Not much there. No, not much, but pretty safe, I think. I haven't gone a winner. I've just gone three anytime try scorers for out there. For all of you out there that like the try scorers, I've gone Harry Grant, James Tedesco, and Tommy Turbo for a $36 return. 36. 36. Three try scorers. Wow. Thought that was pretty good value, <laughs> to be honest. What are you doing tomorrow? Going down to the bank, seeing about the mortgage. <laughs> See if I can sign it over. Uh, yeah, so some really good value there. So I'm, I'm actually going to put that one on tonight and maybe boost it up as well. Get up around forty, I, was I think. Say so might get forties, if mm. not more. Yep. All right, boys. That's Origin done and dusted, as far as we're concerned. There are four games this week, so let's jump into that and uh, discuss those and give our multis for that as well. Kicking us off still Thursday night, which is great. I'm glad they're still keeping a Thursday night game. We've got Dragons versus the Broncos. Not too many players out of State of Origin. I think Dragons probably got uh, Sims and Broncos might have Coates and anyone else? Huss. Huss. And Huss. Yeah, so a couple out, but not really affected. Um, Both have been pretty ordinary last few weeks. How do you see this one playing out? It's 50-50. I don't think the price reflects this that much. Uh, Dragons are still missing Lomax. Um, yeah, uh, so Milford's not playing. Yeah, they've dropped him. So Albert Kelly and Tyrone Gamble are Brisbane halves. Uh, Selwyn Kobo makes his debut on the wing. Broncos have not won at Jubilee Stadium since 1998. What? 1998. Welcome to the fortress. So, <laughs> but in saying that, I reckon this. I reckon Broncos might just roll them here. They are missing big Huss. And Coates, but the way the Dragons have been lately, leaning towards Broncos on this one for a bit of a upset roughy for the footy tips. Try and get some steps back up on the ladder. Well, they can do it. And um, Broncos, realistically, aren't playing too bad at the moment. At, at, at the point where they're not winning games, but they have cut it from losing 50s and 40s, they're now at least taking their scoring points, and they are troubling sides at times. So it is doable. Um, but that's something that the Dragons will be coming out hungry to try and keep. That's a big record. That's a long time. Yeah. Just looking through the team list, looks as though they're probably a very similar team with Albert Kelly and, and Tyson Gamble in the in the side together as they were a few weeks ago when they had that really good performance. So they worked well together as a halves pairing. Yeah, they did. Uh, yeah, so I haven't picked a winner here, so I've just gone uh, the game to be under 47.5 points at full time. Uh, big Ravalawa, anytime try scorer. I like watching him play. And this is his first game back from suspension. It too. is. It'll be red hot. It'll be in, special. In two, another anytime try scorer. First game back in a couple of years. Jack DeBellin, anytime hey, try scorer. He is. And that's paying nine dollars. So welcome back, Jack. Jackie boy. He will be hungry. He will be blowing. Is what he will be. 
Um, I've gone Dragons head-to-head. I think the market doesn't reflect the game. As you said, Chaz, it should be fairly close, but I think they might just edge him out. I've actually gone Dufty. He's generally fairly safe. Uh, I've gone Braden Army. I actually had him in last week's multi. He done me the done me the goods. However, I didn't get the chocolates, but bonus bets are better than nothing. Ravalawa, and that's uh, eight dollars fifty. I've gone Broncos head to head. Looking at the team list, I, I think they're back to nearly full strength of what their full strength is. Anyway, obviously Xavier Coates is out, uh, but I've gone Broncos head to head. Ravalawa, Ravalawa. It's a fucking tag twist, yeah. <laughs> I've gone uh, Ravalawa, David Mead, and Herbie Farnworth all to get across as anytime try scorers, and that one's banking me $23.50 back. Whilst we talk on the Bronx, Chez, any word on um, Tony Staggs? He was meant to be. He was supposed to be back. It was possibly this week. Now, he hasn't been named. So it was possibly this week or next week. Yeah, righto. So I, I doubt they'll put him in as a late entry. Uh, so we'll be looking at next week, fingers crossed, to see him come back. And that might open up a spot for him maybe for Origin. I, I don't know. I don't know whether they'll they'll include him in the list. I think they've got yeah. a pretty a pretty well-set team there. Yeah, unless there's a lot of injuries I can't yeah, see him so making it this year, not after having so much time off. Maybe game three if we're, if we're devastated yeah. by injuries, but yeah. I don't know. He might get a bench spot. Fitness, I think, will be his biggest problem. Yeah. yeah. So we'll wait and see next Particularly week. Particularly at, at an Origin level too, mm. speed and whatever else. So. Yeah. Uh, next game, boys, Tigers versus Panthers. Chaz and I were speaking at lunchtime about how it's a bit unfair for the rest of the competition that the Tigers get to play the Panthers with so many players out. But then we looked at the team list and go, oh, hang on, it's a pretty fucking good team still. <laughs> but really, it is a bit unfair on the rest of the competition, I feel. And, you know, that's the way Origin is and the effect it has on certain teams as opposed to others. Tigers, Joe Offengau, I think, was the only one out of there as well. He was. Um, so they're pretty much going to be at full strength. You know, you got Panthers. I'll go through the list real quick. Yeah. Coruscant, Toto, Yao, Luai, Martin, Capewell, Cleary, Leota. So that's who they're missing, and they're still paying a dollar forty-five. Yeah, I, and because their size is still fucking good. That's it the is. thing. You know, obviously the halves is a bit different there. We have got Matty Burton, Tyrone May, but still both really good players. We know how good Burton is. Um, you still got Edwards, Staines, Crichton, Momorowski. Robert Jennings comes in. You've still got um, James Fisher-Harris, Viliami Kikau, Eisenhuth. It's a still very good squad with all those players out. But it's, I think it's still a bit unfair for the rest of the competition that the Tigers, you know, and not only Tigers, even if it was anyone, it doesn't matter who it is, gets to play the Panthers with such so many players out. Has uh, um, Naden maybe sprayed the coach or is, is he, I think he, might has be. he said something inappropriate to Mr Cleary? Because, hey, that boy cannot get a run. No. Nah. He's signing with the Bulldogs probably got something to do with it for next yeah. year. I, I think they're probably a bit pissed at that, to be honest. And obviously the, the little uh, charge that he had there at the start of the end of last year, the little <laughs> charge. So that's probably got a little bit to do with little it as Charlie well. Charlie so. Sheen. Um, any any injuries apart from all the players out for Origin? No, nah, just the Origin stories there. Uh, for West, uh, big luscious Leilua, as I like to call him, he got cleared. So he's back playing this week. He missed out on his two-week suspension, so he's, he's cleared to play. David Nafualama, he needs two tries to equal the club record. And Panthers are seven from eight against the Tigers. Maybe eight from nine, I think. Certainly Pressure's will. on. Mouldy-wise, boys, what do you got in your melts? Well, Chaz, you made eye contact with me. Do you want to do it or...? I'll run first, brother. A bit, of a, bit of a moment there, hey, to be honest. Really? <laughs> deep, in, deep in thought. I'll just no. leave his me for a minute. I feel Probably this. only take that long. Yeah, Will. <laughs> Has been generous. I feel this is a sure thing. Uh, Panthers head-to-head, Staines and Burton anytime try scorers. I've got a whopping 575 for that one. <laughs> well, I've gone almost identical. Riff head-to-head, Staines, Burton, but I've gone um, James Roberts in there to get 15s. Now, when I put my multi on, there was one player under $2, and that's Nofaluma. And he's let me down too much, so he's done. He's off the Christmas card list. Robert's playing on the wing. He was last week. I think he is, yeah. He looked good out there on the wing, to be honest. Well, he didn't look real good in the centre, so... I think <laughs> yeah, I think he might find a home there. Uh, gents, I've gone three anytime try scorers. Dane Laurie, Dylan Edwards and Stephen Crichton. And that one's paying $15.50. Pretty good odds there. 
Yes, that's the halftime break. Down to you, Kenneth, my boy. The ads brought to you by the White Bull Hotel. Down to you, Kenneth. Yes, uh, thanks for that. There's a um, nice couple of multis in this one. Uh, unfortunately for the reef, uh, for the storm, every fucking name has an S in it. The tongue's beating quite profusely. Back to you, mate. Yes, Kenneth, my boy, and you'll owe me a beer. <laughs> oh, good times. This episode of the Same Game Multi Podcast is brought to you by the fantastic team at the White Bull Hotel Armadale. Situated halfway between Sydney and Brisbane in the picturesque New England region, it's a perfect destination for the hungry traveller, serving delicious meals for lunch and dinner seven days a week. Be sure to check out the fantastic weekly specials in the drive through bottle shop. For more information, check out the website at whitebull.net.au. All right, boys, uh, back into the next two games of the round. Round us uh, out on uh, Saturday night. We've got Storm versus Titans. I think Titans are in trouble. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah. Oh, big time. Uh, even though, as we spoke about, Penrith having so many players out, Melbourne have so many players out. However, the players they do have out being Fafida and Fasu Malawi, I think... Uh, Brimson as well. Brimson. Uh, I think that's way too much out of a side that at, at the moment, at the start of the season, was playing really well. Now they're sort of... Sort of you know, struggling, um, and I think they lose too much leadership. Mo Fodawaker as well. Fodawaker, well, there you go again. So, uh, but the market, what was the market chairs? I think they're about eight bucks or something. Eight dollars, Storm are a dollar eight. And oh, Storm have a lot of players out still as well. Yeah. And quality players. Mm. They're still going to be the same as Panthers, like yeah. we just said there. Uh, the only thing Totten's got going for him is Ash Taylor's back, but I, I can't see that making a difference at all. Well, honestly. Like, is he playing reserve grade? Or? I don't know. Uh, Kenny Bromwich is back for Storm. Uh, Storm is six from six at Sunshine Stadium. I don't think that record's going to get touched for a while. Nothing against them. I can't see Storm doing anything. Uh, sorry, I can't see Titans doing anything against the Storm this week. So they're watching the last couple of weeks. Is it's Sunshine their home whilst there's Shitsville down south? I think that's what's happening. Yeah, that's where they were ho- homed last, last year, year for about so yeah, five, six back. games. Yeah, they're up there again. I can see this being an absolute, you know, forty-eight to six or something. No, it just it's going to be huge. <laughs> They'll be kicking up a storm. Yeah, I can't see where Titans get any many points with obviously Brimson out. Uh, their halves aren't creating much, so they don't have to go forward to the two, three big fellas that are out for Origin. You know who I think has been a really big loss for the Titans, Corey Thompson. Yeah, we spoke about when we when we went and watched that game how good he was, and he was one of their best players, and he got, uh, got in, ankle injury, I think. Been out for a few weeks now, and and he he, he is just so uh, energetic, you know, with the ball, bringing it back, and if the ball goes in the touch, running out, getting the quick tap, and I think they've missed that a lot as well. I'm not too sure when he's due back, but I'm tell you what, they'll be uh, holding out for it. Um, Preston Campbell's young fellow gets a run this week, I think. Jaden to debut, fullback for AJ Brimson. Interesting to see how he goes. Um, they reckon he, he's a bit silkier than his old man, so. Just glides across the field. Yeah, nice and young. He's only only twenty one years of age, so chip off the old block. A lot of years in him yet to prove himself. I think he will anyway. How, the, uh, how old genetics. are we getting though? We got bloody Tyrone Peachy. David Peachy was my favourite player when I was a kid growing up. He used to go for the Sharks. Got him playing, who has been playing for years. Now we've got bloody Jaden Campbell, Preston's son. Yeah, fucking it's hell. scary, isn't it? I speak for yourself, mate. <laughs> I, I wasn't around when they were building pyramids. <laughs> That's why the greys are coming through. Yeah, fucking oath. And plenty of them. <laughs> uh, Mouldy boys, I'll, I'll kick us off. I've got Storm 13+. plus Again, I think they'll probably wallop them. I've got Nico Hines, Remus Smith, and Jerome Hughes. Each to score a try anytime. Ten bucks even. You boys been looking over my shoulder here or what? Bit I've, hard. It's I've, broken. I've, I've, gone, mate. <laughs> I've gone Melbourne 13+, plus. Remus Smith, Nico Hines. I've actually gone Jennings and Olam. On top of that, but big five legger. Hey, see, you just copy in mine and just putting them on yourself. So. Just tried it, yeah. Hey, get much, him, get him in first no, too. That's, that's 11s. So it sounds that's like you boys. copy me because I, I I went first. So <laughs> 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 I got eleven twenty five for this one. Storm thirteen plus the cheese and Eisenhuth anytime try scorers. Couple of a couple of fours getting her across yep. the line. Yeah, well, that pretty shoddy defence. So probably a good chance. All right, boys, last game, Knights versus Parramatta. Knights got that ugly win last week against Manly, which was very unexpected and very inconsiderate to my tips and my bets. 
and Para coming off that pretty ordinary loss against South. I think they'll bounce back. We mentioned earlier that someone paid the price for that poor defence down the right-hand side with uh, news coming out on Tuesday that Blake Ferguson has been dropped. What do we think of that decision? Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't think he was much of the problem, but uh, someone has to cop the axe and this week put your hand up, it's him. So, you know, that's 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 competitive sport. I... I think they defended fairly well when Nia Corey and Ferguson were there together. Wonga Blake's come back. They fucking had an ordinary week. They switched it over and put Opacek in there. Why didn't they just go back to putting Nia Corey in there? I just don't know what the logic is behind that. Am I am I missing that? Did they not as good as I remember them two together? Or no, well, I think um, why they didn't do it last week, I'm not 100% sure. But I know for a fact this week, Ray Stone, who is back from injury, is injured again. Done his ankle indefinite, so no return date for him. At the same time as Junior is uh, playing New South in your mouth, so I think Nia Kore is. We can't not have him in the front row or like you know come off the bench. So I think he's named it prop. I think if I if I had a look at my uh, members' email yesterday, Teamless Tuesday uh, members' email, I'm pretty sure he was um, named it prop. But that's the only thing I can think of is that. At this point, with um, Ray Stone, etc., um, Junior out for whatever re- uh, for um, Origin and stuff, so I think that we can't not have him in the forwards. Um, he's just too valuable at that. But having said that, next week or the week after, depending on how we go, it, we could see uh, Wonga play for Wentworthville. Any news, Ches? Yeah, I just want to ask Jared a question for in the, the Paramount. What do you think the effects of the Fergo dropping is going to be? I think it's – I'd say it's more so the fact that Brad Arthur might be sending a message through, regardless of your seniority, etc. Um, you are – everyone's liable, everyone's droppable. So – and having said that, he's also had the um, – with Dylan Brown coming back, he's also had to tap his own son on the shoulder and say, brother, it's, I think it's you'll have to go back and play for Wentworthville this weekend. So, But I think I'm, – I'm assuming that's what it is. Um, maybe a little bit defensive wise, but I, I can't fault him running the ball back. Yeah, I just I, do, you, do you drop him and then make him play down the next week, train his ass off, like push him, push him at training, and then put him back on and say, right, now start playing footy. Is yeah. that? But the, I don't know. Obviously, someone's got to take his place. So it's Hayes Dunster that's taken his place. Um, like Fergo's going to be thinking in the back of his mind, like fuck. I did try, like, now I'm fucking copping this. Yeah. Well, he, doesn't, he doesn't have a contract for next season either. He's been told that he's not going to be there next year and, and still doesn't have a contract anywhere else. So bit, uh, very interesting times for Fergo at the moment. But, you know, they could have just had a word with him after the game. Keep him away from the Bacardi breezes, I reckon, this week because <laughs> he fucking might end up on a rooftop somewhere. Knights are missing Sofidi uh, and Frizzell. <clears throat> Clemens out. Uh, he got suspended. As we just said, Fergo and Junior, uh, they're out there. Dylan Brown and Campbell Gillard return. Will Smith playing number 14 after his uh, thumb injury there at Star City, getting jiggy with it. Like I said the other week. It never gets old. Moses, <laughs> Moses needs six points for 800 total NRL points. So that might be a little bet for someone there. To, Moses to score a, a few or uh, conversion bets there. Eels conceded 56 points in two weeks. Uh, also, 20 line breaks, averaging one line break every eight minutes. If they tighten that Can up... Can we cut that? No, it's... Nah, sorry. Oh, this is live, mate. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they tighten that up, they're going to absolutely smoke the Knights. I can't see Knights touching them if they if they tidy up that defence. Um, Eels, $1.28. You've got to take them 13 plus, I think, in this one. Just before we get in the Maldives, just having a look through the team list, I see Jack Johns making his debut for the Knights. Uh, he's obviously played for the Rabbitohs previously, but he comes in. And Jake Clifford, he's, he's named at 18th man. He came down from the um, Cowboys last week, played a pretty good game last week for the Cowboys. Wouldn't surprise me if they put him in, to be honest, in maybe number six, Connor Watson might, might go to 13 or something like that. Um, I think he might play this week as well. Does anyone know how far away... Pierce, etc. Couple of weeks, I, I heard him interview the other week with the Johns boys, and uh, they asked him, and he said, and he said a couple of weeks. To Joey's delight, Joey's really 
impressed because he thought he was going to be out for another couple of months. So not too far, I don't think. I think I read an article actually that it was he actually sat down and had lunch with Maddie and Andrew Johns, uh, and they he was basically signed on the spot. Like they, I don't know what they they somehow convinced him to go to Newcastle. Uh, basically, over lunch or a couple of couple of beers, I, I, the, the boys like a soup. Are um, any any uh, fucking poodles involved or what were they poodles? Man, what was it? Uh, uh, shih Tzu. Or yeah, any Shih Tzu. Were they at the zoo? Uh, shih Tzu. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. But hey, they could. <laughs> well, he didn't have many options after Cron came to the Roosters, so obviously they snapped him up, but. Hopefully he can just stay fit because they need him if they're going to capitalise on, on these, you know, this scrappy victory they got last week and if they're going to move forward this season. So If he comes back fit, how many? How long do you give him before he ties the laces and hangs them on the wall? Well, there's talk that the, um, that the Sharks were interested in him. So I don't know how much room they got under their cap. Obviously, signed Nico this week. and But there's, there's strong, strong rumour that um, Sean Johnson and Matty Moylan won't be there. Townsend's moving on. Yep. I'm wondering whether they've signed Nico to play six because they've got a pretty good fullback that they're at. We're, we're digressing here. We're getting off the point. But they, um, William Kennedy, he's playing. He's been their best player. And he just re-signed as of about three days ago. You reckon that'd be a Fitzgibbon move? I feel like a bit of team chemistry and, and knowing him. For, well, I think that's the games. reason why they've spoken about him going back there because he used to play with him. Yeah. So it wouldn't surprise me if they signed Nico for a six. And they look at Pierce for a seven. Compliment tasty. each other. Two or yeah, three pretty years. Tasty there. Yeah. He's got he's got a couple more years left here in Pierce, I reckon. Oh, he'd be in his prime down on the Shire too. A couple of those it. beachfront bars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into our uh, Maldi for this game, boys, because we've gone off track here a little bit. Uh, what do you got, J-Rod? Kick us off, mate. Uh, so I've gone, as you said, Ches, 13 plus or, or thereabouts. I've actually gone head-to-head. Um, I was originally going to this game. Uh, this game... If uh, those listeners that don't think or or whatever, <laughs> that's a nice what you think of our audience out there. <laughs> yeah, that, that came out wrong. Uh, for those who don't know, is the word I was thinking of. Um, this game is basically it represents twenty years from the O one Grand Final, uh, so it's Old Boys Day in Newcastle um, Sunday afternoon in Newcastle. Old Boys Day, 20-year reunion from the 01 Premiership where they beat Para. Um, so I reckon Newcastle could come out with a little upset here. So, But I've actually gone Para head-to-head. I think it'll be red-hot close for that very reason. Uh, Sivo, Gutho, Wonga, Blako, $7.25. <laughs> My Oleos was fucked last week. Yeah, how did that go? Oh, terrible. Did any of them get up? Mulatalo, I think he was the only a big one. Sivo scored, it? didn't he? Oh, uh, did I have, yeah, maybe you got two of them. Yeah, tell them lies. I have to have a look at it. Anyway, keep going. We're fucking, fucking four hours to get these mouldies out. Um, I was going pretty simple. Musgrove, Sevo, and Cartwright, and that's a neat $10. Nice. I have gone Parramatta to cover the line, <laughs> minus 12 and a half. Uh, Cartwright to get across, Sevo, and Bradman Best. I've been backing him week in, week out, and he's been let me down. I think you'll get across this week to uh, shore it up. That one's $19.25. Sure thing, gents. Gagai, any time. As I said in the new, in the uh, origin. Good bet, good um, bet. I think you just, you'll flick the switch, you'll go to another level. So that's uh, $3.25 for an any time try scorer. True. Yeah, yeah. Right, get on that. On something different here this week. <laughs> 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 you got that glint. Got All that glint tries to be scored in less. <laughs> I'm saying this today in the eyes litter. So I've got Panther Storm 13 plus into Parramatta for the most converted tries. And that's paying 270. Fuck it, I thought it would be like $30. No, no. This is, this is a sure thing. Parramatta so. the most converted tries against the Knights. Mm, Moses, he can kick him. Uh, I've got Nico Hines, anytime try scorer, $1.90. I think you'll get across for sure. Uh, what about your Hail Mary? Hail Mary. I've gone. Um, does anyone remember the the Nelly album called Nellyville? Yes, I do. Batter up. I've gone Kellyville. <laughs> so I've, I like it. I've gone Brian and Albert Kelly to score at any time. Twenty dollars. Nice. Oh, Very are. good. Put that on Mate. your album cover. Oh, he's got the band aid hey, on. He's got piece the... of piece of tape or a band aid <laughs> or whatever the fuck on it his was. cheek. <laughs> Must have been a bad cut out of that on there for years. <laughs> 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 um 
So I've I've gone and picked a selection from each of my multis for any time try scorers. Big Ravalawa, Staines, The Cheese, and Sevo, and that's paying nine dollars thirty. That's all right too. I've gone uh, Tavita Pengai Junior, first try scorer for the Bronx, against that pretty shoddy defence there from the Dragons. Twenty one bucks. Ooh, that's that's a fair price too. Yeah, pretty good. Boost that one up. That's all our bets uh, for this week. Uh, obviously, we've got one in there for State of Origin as well. Um, hopefully, there's some value out there for you, and hopefully, you get a few up. And if I get any side moldies, I, I do apologise for that as well in advance. Uh, I've got one last thing to do, boys, and that's uh, the, the shit list before we sign off. J-Rod, you've got that glint in your eye. You look like you're ready for a big one. What do you got? Welcome. It's again. I think it's in, been in there before, and it'll be in there again. And it's the match review committee. How the fuck are they so inconsistent when everything's on a point rating? I don't understand. So Kafusi, for example, uh, I think Ryan Madison's still picking parts of his skull out of fucking Bankwest Stadium. So he's already got mass carryover points from that. A tripping charge that's fuck that's blatant, and he gets off. Yeah, I don't or, know. Also, he can play representative football. Representative football's like having a driver's license. It's a fucking. It's a privilege. It's not a right. I don't understand how that fucking gets off. I, no, just in general, just the inconsistency when it when it's a it works off a off a point system. So basically, guilty or non guilty, you still get carry points. So I don't understand how his guilty charge. Obviously, it works off the minimum. What's left is added. So he's got carryover points, and I can tell you right now, he doesn't have seven years. So it works off seven years clear. He's not seven years clear. No way. He's, so, a, he's a repeat offender. So can you boys or can the listeners out there, someone please explain to me how he got off just to play representative football. Now, I'm not saying it is because he's playing representative football, but it's very fucking clear. I, I don't understand. And if that's the case, why do the referees start putting people on report? Because it looks good? I, yeah, it baffles me. And then you get people like Clemmer who could have been playing, like, stat-wise, he actually might have been a smoky for a, for a bench spot for New South Wales, but he gets suspended. Cle- yeah, just on that, Clemens hit was pretty bad, but I, I'd compare that to Angus Crichton for last week when he got rubbed out for yeah. his, his shot. Like, it was a late shot, but it wasn't high or anything. I there you go know. again, Victor Radley and them boys. Yeah, exactly. But Queensland, oh, conspiracy. Hey, that and moving the game up there. Here we go, yeah. Queensland. Yeah. Let's start him. Let's good, get Billy Moore on here next week. Had a good saying today. Bed bugs live in beds. Fruit flies live in fruit. Cockroaches live in... Oh, hang on. I forgot what it was. <laughs> that, was I forgot. that was good. That was good. I'll come back to that. <laughs> Start again. Very good. Anything else, boys? Any more jokes or any other grievances we want to air? Any more looks you two want to give each other? Nah, get around. Well boys. more beer and they might get a little bit... Uh, <laughs> I'll be, I'll be gone by then. <laughs> Very good. Uh, yeah, as always... Make sure you uh, tell your friends about the podcast if you like it. We're, we want to build up that listener base and, and get the word out there. Hopefully get your boys some, um, some money back out there with the value bets as well. And as always, stay on side and don't eat your soup with a fork. <laughs>